0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Connect the Two podcast. I have some exciting news to share for 2022. I have a new co-host. And we thought we'd spend a little time on this first episode introducing you to Taylor O'Brien, giving you a little background and maybe talking a bit about the podcast and what she hopes to learn and, and um, help shape it as we look at 2022. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Rich.
1: Hi to you and hi to everyone listening. I'm excited to be here and join as a co-host.
0: We are convinced we have at least one listener.
1: Very good. Very good. That is going to be my biggest fan, I hope, by the end of this.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it will easily transition from being my biggest fan to yours. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> the um, So Taylor joined Connect2 Communications at the end of last year as our manager of media relations and social media. So she is much more versed in all things social than I am. I'm a bit of a curmudgeon or a... I don't think I'm quite a luddite, but I think I'm more of a curmudgeon as it comes to to social media. Um, so maybe tell us a little bit about your background and um, what uh, how you can apply that to the podcast and what we do with it.
1: Yeah, we'll start with social media. I, you know, people say at the young age on the social media, not understanding it, and maybe that's why you think of yourself as a curmudgeon. But I grew well, up. I'm in just, the o- age I'm just of old. It. <laughs> but that's not, you know, what I'm finding in, uh, from my previous experience and now working with connect Two and helping clients uh, utilize their social media, there has to be strategy behind it because social media can be fun. It should be something you enjoy, but it could also be very strategic and very meaningful. So my background actually started, um, In my local municipality. So, I worked for the government, uh, the mayor specifically, in the city that I grew up in. And I started there in 2016. So, I was there with uh, the mayor, who happened at the time to have a very big social media following. So, that became something that I jumped on and said, let's take advantage of this. You know, people are listening to you. How can we use social media to give our residents information that they need to know? but also keep them engaged to keep following us and looking for stuff that would be important to them in the future. So we were probably one of the first municipalities to think of social media in 2016, because it wasn't something a lot of governments were doing. Usually it's something that people think of as a last solution, something that maybe they don't really need. But in 2022, now we're seeing more social media channels pop up, Um, even TikTok might be something. Some people are thinking, I'm never going to be on that. But today, businesses, big companies are using that to promote and reach the Gen Z audience that they may not be reaching anymore on a Facebook or Twitter. So it's really interesting uh, using social media to reach different target audiences. And I think it depends on what your message is, where you want to reach somebody and what your outcome and your goals are at the end of it. So I definitely would say social media is um, something to consider if you're not on it already, but also a part of your communication strategy. Um, but that's not all I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's important too, realizing there could be different social media platforms based on the type of message, right? So Facebook might be great for recruiting or showing your community involvement, but maybe not be the best for recruitment, as I for for... Um, Trying to sell product that's not a consumer product.
1: Sure, absolutely. I think Instagram right now, we're seeing a lot of products and businesses showcasing um, pictures because that's the photo app, right? So, Facebook, you might not necessarily get as much engagement on a bunch of, you know, pictures of your food at your restaurant or products at your store. But Instagram is a photo app. So, if you're a company that you know, isn't showing a product specifically, Instagram might be a little bit hard to figure out. But Facebook, you could add more information, you could post links, you could add events, and that may be the solution for your customers or your clients.
0: So what do you think about this podcast and what we can do with social? Like what's the, what would you like to explore, you know, based on your role as, as manager of media relations and social media to the podcast that maybe we haven't explored before or that, that, that we should discuss when we talk to reporters or talk to customers or just talk about the topics that are driving our business
1: well I think social media if that's where we're heading for this question um, is interesting because when we're talking to reporters and like thinking about news and things that are coming out um, you know social media has turned into the news source for some of the younger generations right it's easy. They could click on it, they could see a headline, and sometimes they go off on that headline without clicking on a story. So I think how things are framed in a social media setting for a reporter specifically, how you label an article, um, how you draw that attention to say, hey, there's more to the story and you should read it, um, is going to be interesting. And it's definitely been a challenge uh, for media that I've worked in in the past on how to take this new setting, you know, of social media, people are there, people are on it, they're reading, they're listening. And how do you convey the same information in, you know, what it was, it used to be 140 characters on Twitter, but how do you convey that information? So I think that the podcast, um, you know, I, I'm big on social media, as we've been saying, but I want to make sure we're sharing, you know, this to a, group of followers or people who might be interested, but how do I use the right hashtags to say, hey, here's why you should actually click and listen to this entire podcast, right? I don't want you to just like the picture of it on Instagram and say, oh, that's cool. But how do I know that, you know, you're actually going to find value in what we are talking about? I need to convey that when, you know, we post
0: that to social. Right. How do we, how do we convert them from passive viewers to active listeners?
1: Sure. Absolutely.
0: So tell me as we look at, so we, so as you know, we have two different sort of threads or narratives that we explore in the podcast. One is we interview um, press and analysts that cover tech um, in the U S and in Europe. And we ask them basically questions about their style, their preferences, their background. We play some fun games, which is always fun to create and then play. Um, We've actually had it work really well every time, but once and only because I made an assumption on a game that was, Based on a person liking a certain show and it actually had nothing to do with it. So the game sort of petered out on that. Um, and then the second one is where we explore the, the concept that sort of drives our processes that connect to, which is called storyology. And I know that really resonated with you. So maybe, like, maybe talk about a little bit, share with what your thoughts on those two different narratives and, and what you think that, that we could look at or explore or discuss that if we haven't or, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then one more, etc. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, I have listened to a few episodes of the podcast on both sides, um, so I do find it very interesting to bridge that uh, gap in that relationship between, um, you know, the public relations side versus the actual reporter and the analyst. I think it's interesting to give uh, viewers a background and potential clients who are looking to be featured in those publications some more info on what goes on behind the scenes, right? Because I. From my background and experience, I'm sending out press releases, information, and, you know, I want to know what their readers are interested in right now. And I want to know what they are interested in right now. What, what's some, what's something that they want to cover and want to talk about? So I think it's really, um, a great opportunity for people to get that other side of it. You know, you're breaking that wall on connecting the two. Um, and breaking that wall and trying to figure out what uh, what goes on in this entire industry instead of just one side of it. So I'm interested in who I'll get to meet being a co-host on this podcast and see who I can chat with. But I also want to look out and, and let anyone listening know too, if you're on that side of it and you want to come on here and give us a conversation that You might think, hey, no one knows this about me yet. We could have a little fun, but we could get some great information out there too. So I think it's a great opportunity.
0: Good, good. The thing I love about storyology is that, especially as you apply it to companies, is most companies tend to really focus on telling one story and it's about the products they make, right? And then adjacent of that, maybe this is a technology. But there's so many other stories that you could tell about a company that help you understand their prospects, their partners, their impact. That, that really is to me the most fun in terms of how we create, how we apply storyology to, to, to our clients. And we have an episode we're recording probably next week with a, a client that is focused on um, how we created an opportunity within a crisis, which is, which is always challenging and interesting because you have to get out of that mindset of, Oh my gosh, things are horrible to wait a minute. Does this create an opportunity and does it to be of service? Which is, which is what this really is about. We've had, I think, two former clients on to talk about specific examples of how we applied storyology to programs. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this one because this one is, um, really relevant based on what's happening today. Um, but I'm not going to give more information because this is a tease. This is just a tease and a promo.
1: Just a tease, just a tease. Uh, yeah, storyology is really interesting and something you um, that were saying there too is, you know, I think about a company and let's look at the key stakeholders of any organization, right? Because it's not just your clients or your customers. It could be your employees. It could be your community that you're in, your surrounding area, um, investors, you know, clients, but. There's a whole list of your key stakeholders. So when it comes to storyology, you're absolutely right in saying that there's more to the story than just, you know, what I sell or what I do. There are so many opportunities that can go missed because sometimes you're looking at the, you know, the side of it from, and this goes into the entire communications realm, right? The marketing versus the PR, but integrating those two is also very important because there are so many sides to each company and business that should be showcased. And it just depends on, you know, is it the right time, which is what storyology is about, right? Is it the time and place to tell this story and what makes it important? What makes it valuable? So that's why I was so drawn to that. When, um, I learned about storyology, uh, I do enjoy the, um, the cocktails. You could talk about that, but it's true. It's the perfect mix of what needs to be heard and what needs to be shared.
0: I think we need to create a storyology co- signature cocktail.
1: I would love that. Do we have any local <laughs> any local uh, bars want to help out here? We could definitely sell the uh, the storyology cocktail. I think that would be great.
0: I think that'd be good. We could have. We'll have to investigate that. Maybe we'll have to um, make some trips to bars to investigate the uh, the the interest and the combination possibilities.
1: I like where you're going with this one. I'll look at uh, some of the, the best in the area and we'll have to do that.
0: Maybe we can plan that for Fiber Connect in Nashville in June. So anyone listening, you want to join us in June at Fiber Connect, we're going to be looking for the signature storyology cocktail.
1: We might even have a country song to go along with that when we're strolling oh, down. We from.
0: might write a country song. We've been having a fifth or sixth sample we try. Um <laughs> Anyway, well, I think this is a great introduction to Taylor. I want to thank everyone for listening. She's going to be on the podcast going forward. She'll probably have host some on her own. She'll host some with me. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what we do with this and who we talk to and the stories we help tell. So thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you next time on Connect the Two podcast. Please make sure you subscribe and like. We always appreciate comments and ratings those help us tremendously. If you think there's a topic we need to cover or a person we need to have on, please let us know. We're open to anything.
1: Thank you, everyone. Look forward to chatting with you soon.
0: Bye.